Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Aaron Sorcher. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated by Mati and Hadassah Jacobowitz, Lezecher Nishmas Yaakov Zev ben Repesach Yosef. Yevamis daf nun gimel. The Gemara daf nun beiz mebeiz brought down the machlokes between Rebbe and the Chachamim. The case was where a person did chalitza, a chalitza liyavimtoi, v'chazer v'kidsha. After the chalitza, he went and was mekadasher. Rebbe Aymer im kidsha l'shom ishus tzrichei menu get. If he was mechavin to be mekadasher as a regular woman, nothing to do with his relationship to her as a yavam to yavama. As if she was a regular woman, then she needs a get because it's a good kedushin. But l'shom yavmus, if his kavana was to be mekadasher because she's his yavama and she wa- he wants to be kindness, his yavama then ain't tzrichei menu get because it's after chalitza and the chalitza got rid of the zikas yibum. The Chachamim argue, and they say, Ben Ishas, Ben Get. And there are various Hezbeirim in the Ma'amiroim how to understand the Machlik as Rebbe and the Chachamim. The first Hezbeir was Rabbi Yosef, and that was rejected. Rabbi Yosef understood that the reason why Rebbe holds that you cannot be Mekadashur, Mishum Yabmus, is because it's considered like a person who is Oider Benichse Ager, because Sover Shalohim. A person who does the Pa'ula of a Chazaka, he's Oider. He does a Chafira digging in the Karka. Which is Nixiagir belongs to Ger, and he could be Kainit Mina Hefker if his Kavana was to be Zoicha, but he thinks that it's his own Karka. So it doesn't work, he's not Kaina. And the same thing holds true with a person who thinks that he's being Kaina sir as a Yavama, and that doesn't work because the Gzika Sibim is gone, he cannot be Kaina her as a regular Isha because he didn't have Kavana to be Kaina her as a regular Isha. Just like the person who was Oyder Ben he didn't have Kavana to do the Maisa Kinyan to be Kainif Mina Hefker. Abaya Tainas on him, this is not a good mushal. Because in the case of Oyder Ben his Kavana was not to do a Maisa Kinyan at all. When a person does a Maisa of Khafir in his own Karka, he doesn't intend for that action to generate any Kinyan. Masha'enkin, in our case, he did want to generate a Kinyan. It's just that he thought that he's generating the Kinyan of Kinisa of Yavama, and instead, He's generating the Kenyan of a regular Ishus, of a woman who is not Zakuk Liyavam. Therefore, Abaya explains the machlekes between Rebbe and the Rabbanan differently. He learns that we're talking about a case where he told her, He said Beferish, that he wants Kedushi Maimer to be Chal. So we know he's not trying to generate a regular Kedushin, a Deraisitik Kedushin. It's just that Rebbe Savar, Maimer Ilave Zika Kamrami, the whole Kenyan of Maimer, is something that rests on top of the Zikas Yibum. It's not its own independent Kenyan. It's a Kenyan that is designed to be Mechazik, the Zikas Yibum that already is there. So if you did Chalitza, Asoy Chalitza Afkata Lezika, Chalitza gets rid of the Zika, and therefore there's no Makam for the whole din of Maimer. Mashenkin the Rabbanan hold, There is the Zika that stands on its own, and Maimer is something that stands on its own. The Rabbanan were Misakin, Maimer as its own independent Kenyan and not a Chizik. To the Zikas Yabam. And just like Meikara Ilu Amarlai Skachli Bemaimer Yavamin Milai Mahani, originally before the Chalitza, had he said Skachli Bemaimer Yavamin would have worked. So Hashtanami Mahani, it doesn't have anything to do with whether there is a Zikas Yabam or there is no Zikas Yabam. And like the Ritva explains, there are abundant hold that there's a special Takanas Chachamim that any place where it's possible for a Kedushan to derise to take effect, you could also be Makadashir, a Kedushan Durabana. Rava argues on Abaya. He says that if he said his kachili b'maimer yivamin, everybody agrees that it helps. The machlokes between Rebbe and the Chachamim is if he said his kachili b'zikas yivamin. Rebbe savar yesh zika. Rebbe holds yesh zika va'asoi chalitza afkaitil zika. V'rabbanan savri ein zika meikara ilu amrlo his kachili b'zikas yivamin milo mahani hashdanami mahani. Rashi explains that what this means is that Rebbe holds Yesh Zika, The reason why, normally, before Chalitza, if a person never did Chalitza, and he would have used this Lashin, he would have said, The reason why the Maimer would be Chal is only due to the fact that there is a Zika. Therefore, any time that there is no Zika, and this Lashin cannot take effect. Mashenkin the Rabbanon hold ain Zika. Ein koyach lezika, says Rashi, v'afilohachi meikara havimaymer. Even though there is no zika, zika does not have much koyach. Nevertheless, if a person says this lashin, had he not done chalitza, the lashin works. His kachli bezikas yivamin. Must be that it's got nothing to do with the zika. Because if you hold ein zika, why would it help? 
And therefore, even if you did chalitza, it helps because this lashon has got nothing to do with zikas yibum. It's not as if this lashon works because it's a chizuk to a zikas yibum that exists already. Now it sounds from Rashi like he holds like the shitas arrived. The arrived over here in the hasogis on the riff explains that Rabbi and the Chachamim are arguing in the same machlokes that Rav and Shmuel have on Daf Zion if yesh zika or ain zika. Over there, the nafkamina from the machlokes is would the sister of a woman who zakuk to this Yavam, be usher on the Yavam, midin achos ishtoi. Since yesh zika, we look at the kesher between him and the Yavama as one of an ishus, and therefore her sister is like an erva. If you hold ein zika, then it doesn't create that iser. Similarly, says the Ravid, Rebbe and the Racham are arguing on that very machloikis. Rebbe holds that zika is like an ishus, and therefore the only reason why the Lushen of Iskachili Bezikas Yevaman works is because you're being mechazik that Ishus. So in the event that you do Chalitza and there is no longer that Ishus and you said the same Lushen, it would be meaningless. Masha'enki the Chacham hold that there anyways ain't Zika. There is no Ishus. And therefore, if you use the Lushen and it helps, it can only be because the Lushen Mitzad Atzmai works as a Maise Kedushin. There's no already pre-existing Ishus that you could say we're being mechazik with this Lushen. So it would make no difference if he did chalitza or he didn't do chalitza. Because the Lashon Mitzad Atzmai is tantamount to a Maisa Kedushin. That is the way the Ravid understands. However, the Rosh disagrees. He holds that there's no machlokes between Rebbe and the Rabbanon if there is any kesher of Ishas between the Yavam and the Yavama. Rather, he says, the machlokes between Rebbe and the Rabbanon is that Rebbe holds Yesh Zika, Kloimar, Kivan Delay Hizkir Maimer, Ella, Amr, Hiskachli, Bezikas, Yevamin. He didn't mention the word Maimer. He only said Hiskachli, Bezikas, Yevamin. Le'yahav a Kedushin, Ilav, the Yesh Zika. There's no way for this Lushin to result in Kedushin unless there is a Zika, because the whole Lushin implies that he's using the Zika. So therefore, if there was Chalitza, there's no longer a Zika, and this Lushin cannot generate a Kedushin. Rabban and Savri ain't Zika. Which means, He didn't use the Lushen Maimer. He only said the words, Zikas Yevamen. Nevertheless, This Lushen doesn't have as a prerequisite that there should be a Zikas Yevamen there. Because it was Nichlal in the Takana, the Chazawa Mesak and Maimer, that you could use the Lushen of Zikas Yevamen and generate a Maisekadushin. And therefore, even if you did Chalitza and there's no longer a Zika, you could still have the Chalais Maimer. So it comes out. That according to Rashi and the Ravid, the Shoirish of the Machlekes Rebbe and the Rabbanan is if there is Zika or not. If there is the relationship called Zika, the same relationship that would be Goyrim to the Isra of Achoizuku Kasei. According to Rebbe, Yesh Zika, there is an Isra Achoizuku Kasei. And because Yesh Zika, the Lushen of Zikas Yevamen helps when you're Makadashur Bezikas Yevamen. So the moment you get rid of the Zikas Yevamen, it's impossible to Makadashur this way. Because it's actually Bezikas Yivamen basically means let us be Mechazik, the already existing Ishus called Zika. Masha'en Kain the Chachamim, who hold Ein Zika, and cannot understand that it's Gatshu Bezikas Yivamen means let's be Mechazik, the already existing Ishus, because there is none. Al Karchach, the reason why this Lushen helps is because it's a Lushen that means Mimer. But it doesn't have anything to do it with the pre-existing ishes. There is no pre-existing ishes, and therefore, even after you do chalitza, this lashon helps just like before chalitza. That is lefi Rashi and the Ravid. Lefi the Rosh, the Shoyish Machlokes Rebbe and the Rabbanon is not in whether yesh zikar ain zika. Rather, a question as to whether this lashon that he used requires a pre-existing zika. Rebbe holds that it does because. He didn't say the word Maimer, he just said it's actually Bezikas Yevamen. So he understands the only way for this Lushen to work is if there's a Zika there. If you do Chalitza, there's no Zika, and therefore this Lushen cannot work. Masha'enkin the Chachom hold that this Lushen, even though you use the word Zika, but it means Maimer. And even if there's no Zika, you did Chalitza, this Lushen can still mean Maimer. The next Hezber in the Gemara is Rav Shravya. He says that if you did a Chalitza Kshayra, and then afterwards, he said to her, "Iskachli bezikas yivamin kuli mahani." Everybody agrees that she will not be mekudeshes. That is Rashi's girsa. What then is the machlokes Rabbi and the Chachamim? He says, psula If you did chalitza psula, we know chalitza psula means chalitza that's done after he gave her a get. And the machlokes Rabbi and the Chachamim is marsa chalitza psula poiteris. Rabbi holds that chalitza psula, even though it, there was a pegam in the chalitza because you did a get prior to the chalitza, nevertheless it's materis the isha l'shuk entirely, 
and there's no zika that remains after such a chalitza. It's like regular chalitza. Therefore, it's exactly like a chalitza k'sheira. When you say the lashon of his kachali bezikas yevamin after a chalitza k'sheira, then it doesn't work because there's no zika left. The same thing would hold true by a chalitza psula. And mar saver the chachamim hold chalitza psula ain't a poiteris. Like Rashi says, Rabbanin saver loyev kaita shapir. It's possible to make kinyonim afterwards. Some of the zika is left over since there was a pegam in the chalitza. So this is all according to Girsa's Rashi. Rashi's Girsa understands that if it was a chalitza share, everybody agrees. And the shaila is, does a chalitza psula operate like a chalitza share or not? However, the rush and the Ga'inim, brought down by the Ramban and the Mohammed over here, and the Rambam Paskins this way, Nehuchas Chalitza V'yib and Perak Hei, Halach Yud Gimel, they're all goyris, B'chalitza K'sheira, Ida Amrla, Hiskacha B'zikas Yivamin, Kuli Amrla, Pligi De Mahani, the exact opposite of Rashi. And this is really the Rosh Lashitase, because we explained earlier that the Rosh Shita is that the issue as to whether a person who says Hiskacha B'zikas Yivamin, whether it works or not after Chalitza, is not dependent on the issue of yesh zika or ein zika. That's how the Rush explained the shitas Rava before. That according to Rava, it's a local machlekes. It's not a machlekes as to whether there is an ishus called zika or not. It's a local machlekes concerning the lashin of Iskachali Bezikas Yuvamin. Since he didn't use the lashin mimer, the question is, does his lashin have the ability to create a kedushin or not? And therefore, even if you hold yesh zika, it's possible that this lushen could work. Even after chalitza, that gets rid of the zika entirely. By a chalitza k'sheira, just because you get rid of the zika, doesn't mean that this lushen can't have in it the mashmos of a kedushin. And therefore, what Rabbi Shravia is doing is he's saying that everybody agrees to that. Everybody agrees that if it was a chalitza k'sheira, then maimer could be done in a lushen of zika sivamim. What then is the machloikas between Rebbe and the Chachamim? So this part, the Rush does not explain. There's a big machloikas in Achroinim, how to understand, according to the Girsa Rush, what is machloikas the fear of Shravya between Rebbe and the Chachamim. The Karbanisanal understands that although we just explained that the Lushen of Zikas Yuvamin, Lefi the Rush, could work Lekuliyama even after Chalitzik Sheira, because the Lushen of Zikas Yuvamin does not require that there is a Zika now. It could be a Lushen that means Mimer, even without there being a Zika on the Isha now. Nevertheless, what happens if you use a Lushen of Mimer Yuvamin? And says the Korban Asanel, it's clear that Rav Shiravya is the exact opposite of Rava before. Rava before told us that the Lushen of Zikas Yuvamin is a Lushen that's harder to be Machshir after Chalitza than the Lushen of Mimer Yuvamin. Masha'en Kain, according to Rav Shiravya, says the Korban Asanel, that the Lushen of Zikas Yuvamin is easier to be Machshir after Chalitza. And if you did a Chalitza Kshira and you use the Lushen of Mimer Yuvamin, then everybody agrees that there is no Mimer because since there's no Zika left over, you can't have Mimer Yuvamin. That is a Lushen that everybody agrees can only work if there's an existent Zika. The Shiloh between Rebbe and the Chachamim is what happens if you did a Chalitza Psula and you use that Lushen of Mimer Yuvamin. Since we just said that Lushen Mimer Yuvamin is a Lushen that can only work if there's a pre-existing Zikas Yuvamin, the Shiloh is what effect does a Chalitza Psula have on the Zika? If you hold that a chalitza psula ain't a paiteris, then that means that the zika is not fully gotten rid of. And then you could use a lush and a mimer yivamin, because at least there's a little bit of zika left. But if you hold that a chalitza psula patris her entirely, then the lush and mimer yivamin cannot work. So it comes out a very interesting thing. Lafi the rush, when you use the lush and zikas yivamin, according to Rav Shiravya, everybody agrees that it would work even after a chalitza kshera. And that means that he holds that the word zikas yivamin is just a way of describing marriage. He knows that she's not Zekukali Yavam. He already did a Chalitzik Sheira. And his Kavana is that Kedushin should be Chal on her, similar to Zikas Yavamin. Masha Enkein. If he said the Lashen Maimer Yavamin, then you need to have a pre-existing Zika. And therefore it's dependent on what a Chalitza Psula does. Does he get rid of the Zika entirely? And now you don't have a pre-existing Zika? Or... Does it only partially get rid of the Zika and then you have a Zika to talk about and the Lushen Maimer Yuvamin can work? And like we said, that's the exact opposite of Rava who says that it's Zika's Yuvamin that needs to have a pre-existing Zika. And Maimer Yuvamin could work Lakuliyama even after a Chalitza Kshera. Now in our sugya you see, according to Reb Shravya, that there's machlokes between Rebbe and the Chachamim whether Chalitza Psula is Mater, the Isha, Lushuk or not. And we have to ask... That if according to the Chachamim, Chalitza Psula is not Mater the Ishali Nase, 
and that's why we said that there's a Zikas Yibim left over, then how exactly could we be Mimata Her Lushuk? You definitely can't say, let's do another Chalitza, because whatever the first Chalitza wasn't capable of doing, since it came after a get, the second Chalitza is going to f- suffer from the same problem. And that's why the Rith is of the opinion that there's no question that the Isha is Muteris Lushuk when you do a Chalitza Psula. That is not the Machlekes. When we say that the Rabbanan and Rebbe argue if Chalitza Psula, Poiteris, or Eina Poiteris, the Machlekes really is, do you have to be Choyzer Al-Kola Achen? One of the brothers does Chalitza, do the rest of the brothers have to do Chalitza as well? The Ramban has a similar Mahalach. He understands that the Shiloh of Chalitza Psula is, does it pata her tzara? So, whereas the Rif is talking about the rest of the brothers, he's just talking about the rest of the Yivamas. However, the Ritva understands that the Machlaikis really is whether it's Mater Lushuk or not. And if you'll ask, what exactly should we do to be Mater Lushuk? He says, give her another get. The Karen Oyer is Medayik from Rashi in Debar Maschavahacha that he holds like this sheet of the Ritva. Now, the next Mahalach in the Gemara is Rev Ashi. Rav Ashi holds that everybody holds Chalitza Psula is not Paiteris. And so, of course, there is some level of Zika left over. So what is the Machlegs in Rebbe and the Chachamim? He explains that we're talking about where the Yavam was Master. He made a Tanai, Bishas, when he did the Chalitza. And she has not yet been Mekayim the Tanai, and then he went and did Maimer. And the Machlegs is, Yesh Tanai Bechalitza, or ain't Tanai Bechalitza. The Chachamim hold. Yes, Tanai B'chalitza, you have to be Mekayim the Tanai, and therefore Kolzman, that she hasn't been Mekayim the Tanai, the Chalitza does not kick in. The Chalitza didn't work yet. Since it didn't work yet, there's still a Zika. If there's still a Zika, then you could do Mimer with this Lashen. Mashenkin Rebbe holds, ain't Tanai B'chalitza, there's no such thing as a Tanai B'chalitza, you don't have to be Mekayim the Tanai, and therefore there is no Zika. The Chalitza is fully operative, and therefore it's impossible to be Mekadashir with Zika's Yavama because there is no longer a Zika. What does the issue depend on, whether Tanai works by Chalitza or not? Reb Chaim, in Hilchas Yibim Chalitza, Perik Dalar, Zayin, explains as follows. We know that there are two types of Chaloisen that could take place in the Torah. There is a Chalois like Gitten and Kedushin that we know that you can make a Tanai. On the other hand, there's another type of Chalois that we know that you can definitely not make a Tanai. An example of that would be shechita. A person cannot shecht an animal and say that if it rains tomorrow, then the animal should be muter ba'chila. Or tevila. A person cannot go into the mikveh and make a tenai and say, I'll tenai, and somebody gives me a hundred zuz, my tevila is going to help. What is the aside of the difference? Very simple. Says Reb Chaim, Gitten and Kedushin, who is the one who's being poiled the chalois? It's the person. The person is in the driver's seat. And that's why the Torah empowered him to make it tonight, because he's the one who's creating the chalois. How is it creating the chalois? Through the medium of giving kesef or giving a get, but it's he who's doing it. The one who's doing it has the ability to govern the chalois that he's creating and say that it should only be chal under certain conditions. Masha'en when a person goes into the mikveh, it's not the person who's creating the chalois taira. The taira says that the mitzvah of a person going into the mikveh automatically is goyrim taira. The same thing holds true with shechita. It's not the person who's really being matir, the basar ba'achila. The person is doing an act, an act of shechita. The taira says when the act of shechita is done, with certain tenoim, it has to be with koyach gavar, it has to be done a certain way, but the Torah says now that Torah is mechol, the chalois, heter, on the baser. Since it's not the person who creates that, rather the Torah, the person has no say in the matter. He can't make it tonight and say that the heter should only be chal if such and such a thing happens. This is actually the oimek in the din that we say that milsa, the lesse b'shlichas, lesse b'tanai. Only things that it's possible to make a shliach for, could you make it tonight? Why is it dependent on milsa de isa b'shlichas or milsa de lesi b'shlichas? The answer is because the fact that a person can make a shliach for something shows that that thing is the person who's been poiled the chalais. And that's why he's capable of empowering somebody else to do it. He's moiser his koyach to the shliach. But if it's not his koyach, it's only a metzias, that when he does a certain act, the Torah is mechel the chalois, then you can't make a shlich. And that's the same reason why you cannot make it tonight. This is the oimek as to what the machloik is, whether yesh tenai b'chalitza or ain't tenai b'chalitza is. Because chalitza is unclear. Is it the person who's poiled the chalois, al yudei the maisa chalitza? Or does the Torah say that the chalitza, after it is done, the Torah is mechel the chalois? 
So if it's the person who's mecha v'chaloyitz, then we can understand that yes, tonight b'chalitza. But if it's not the person, it's something similar to shechita and tevila, then there's no reason to say that you should be able to make a tenai. Now, Toysfis does not want to accept that there's actually machlokes here, whether yesh tenai b'chalitza or ain't tenai b'chalitza. And for a very simple reason. We mentioned already there is the klal, that kol sheyeshna b'shlichas yeshna b'tenai. If it's less se b'shlichas, less se b'tenai. And as the Gemara explains in Yevamis Kovav and in Ksubis Ayin Dalit, that that's why a person cannot make it tenai b'chalitza. And Toysfis actually expresses the svara that we mentioned earlier. He says, And so it would be very strange for the Chachamim over here to hold that yesh tenai b'chalitza. So based on this, Toysavis learns that the Machloik is in our sugya, whether yesh tenai b'chalitza or ain't tenai b'chalitza, is not le'inyan whether she's muteris l'shuk. She's definitely muteris l'shuk even if you make a tenai. The tenai only helps le'inyan that there's still somewhat of a zikas yibum left. And that's negaya if you're makadashur afterwards b'zikas yivamin. But the heter l'shuk is definitely there even when the person makes a tenai that he wasn't makayim. However, that's not the way Rashi learns in our sugya. Because Rashi in the Ramaskal or Vina says, Afagav the Kaimelon Chalitza Mutask Sheira Hani Tenai Loisvir Lahu. It's clear that he doesn't have the need to make our sugya work together with the maskana of the sugya over there, like Toysis is trying to do. And that's the way the Ritva learns as well. Ravina is the next explanation in the Machlekes, Rebbe and the Chachamim. Ravina understands that if you're Mekadosh Bezikas Yevamim, after he made a Tanai in the Chalitza, then the Kedushin definitely helps, because the Kuli Alma Yesh Tanai B'Chalitza. Everybody agrees that there is a Tanai B'Chalitza, and therefore calls Banshi Azim and Mekayim the Tanai, the Chalitza is not finished. The Machlekes Rebbe and the Chachamim is concerning a Tanai Kofel. Mar Savar Be'inon Tanai Kofel. Rebbe holds you need a Tanai Kofel. Since the person over here was not Kofel Tanai, the Tanai wasn't Chal. If the Tanai wasn't Chal, then the Chalitza was Chal fully. If the Chalitza was Chal fully, then there's no Zika left. And so when you do a Mimer with the Lushen of Zika Zivamin, it's not going to be Kainit. But the Chachamim hold that you don't need Tanai Kofel. Since you don't need Tanai Kofel, then the Tanai is Chal, even when it wasn't Kofel the Tanai. And since the Tanai is Chal, Kozman, she didn't give the 200 Zuz, the Zika is not yet gotten rid of. Since the Zika is still around, the Mimer will help the Lushen Zika Zivamin. Over here also, Rashi and Taisus argue. Rashi understands the way that we just explained, that the Machleik is the Chachamim is by every Tanai. Do you have to be Kaifalit or do you not have to be Kaifalit? However, as we mentioned earlier, Taisus speaks out that we pass in that there is no Tanai Bechalitza. And Taisus doesn't want to accept that we have Machleikas here that's dependent on an issue which we already pass in elsewhere that there's no Tanai. Therefore, Taisus learns that everybody agrees that you cannot be masna by chalitza. The hetel shuk is going to be there no matter what. The only thing is that when a person makes a tenai in chalitza, in the type of nusach that helps in other scenarios where you could make a tenai, there's somewhat of the zikas yibam that remains. Since some of the yibam, the zikas yibam remains, it's possible to do maimer based on this zikas yibam. The Mishnah said, Echad yivama achas, echad shte yivamis. That the din is the same whether we're talking about two yivamas or we're talking about one yivama. Meaning that the din of Bia and Chalitza, where we explained in the Mishnah that the halacha is Ein Achar Bia Klum and Ein Achar Chalitza Klum, that's true whether you did Chalitza or Bia to one yivama from one of the brothers, and the halacha now is that subsequently the other brothers cannot do Bia or Chalitza to this one, and Chalitza wouldn't even affect her, it wouldn't make her be considered his Chalutza, Le'inyan Achoyz Chalutzasi, etc., and that then holds true as well when it is two Yavamas to one Yavam. That if one Yavam did Chalitza or Bia to one of the two Yavamas, so subsequently there is no Chalitza or Bia to the other Yavama. And the same thing holds true with Get and Mimer. We said Yesh Get, Acher Get, and Yesh Mimer, Acher Mimer. That rule is true whether we're talking about one Yavama receiving a Get from two different Yavamim, that there is Yesh Get, Acher Get, or we're talking about Two separate Yavamas. That is Yeshget Acherget from one Yavam. And the same thing with Mimer. So the Gemara says that the Mishnah is not going like Ben Azai. The Tanya Ben Azai Yomer, Yesh Mimer Achar Mimer Bishne Yavamim Viyavama Achas. Ve'en Mimer Achar Mimer Bishte Yavamais Viyavam Echod. He differentiates between Shte Yavamais 
and one Yuvam. Now, in the Sheet of Ben Azai, we know from Rashi and Dafnun Alfma Beis that there are two Girsois. Rashi over there, in the Mask of Ein Maimer Maimer, Rashi, of course, over here, makes reference to the two Girsois that he brought down over there. Rashi brings down the Girsa of Raboisov. According to that Girsa, Ben Azai Shita is that Ein Maimer Achar Maimer by two Yuvamis and one Yavam. Because one Yavam, if he did Maimer to one of the two Yavamas, he can no longer do an additional Maimer to a different Yavama. However, Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer by two Yavamim and one Yavama. Meaning, each Yavam has the Kayak to do Maimer to that one Yavama. According to the other Gersin Rashi, it's the exact opposite. Ben Azay holds that Ein Maimer Achar Maimer, when it's one Yavama receiving from two separate Yavamim, because after all, Maimer is a Kedushin. So if one Yavam was Mekadish, this one Yavama, she can't receive Kedushin, a Maimer, from the other Yavam. But Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, by two separate Yavamas, even though it's coming from one Yavam. Because since that second Yavama hasn't had the Kenyan of Maimer, it's possible for the same Yavam to be kind of her. Now which part of the Mishnah is the Gemara proving from when it says, Masizan Deloike Ben Azai? So Rashi says that that would depend. According to the Girsa of the Rabbis of Rashi, that the case which Ben Azai said, Ein Maimer Achar Maimer, is the case of two Yavamis and one Yavam, that only over there, Ein Maimer Achar Maimer, because that one Yavam did his Maimer already, and he doesn't have a chance to do Maimer again. Masha'en Kain, one Yavama from two separate Yavamim, would have a Maimer Achar Maimer, because each Yavam has a chance to do his Maimer. Then the Gemara is now proving from the Resha of the Mishnah, meaning the part of the Mishnah that we're up to now, that says, Echad, Yavama Achas, Echad Shtei Yavamas. The Hainu, that even by Shtei Yavamas, it's possible to have Maimer Achar Maimer, although it's coming from one Yavam. That is the Loik Ben Azi, because according to that Girsa and Rashi, Ben Azi is of the opinion that one Yavam doesn't have more than one chance to do a Maimer. However, according to the other Lashon Rashi over there, that the case in which Benazay said, Ein Maimer Achar Maimer, is Dafka by one Yavama, when she received Maimer from two separate Yavamim, and we say that she doesn't have Maimer Achar Maimer because one lady cannot get more than one Maisei Kedushin, then there's nothing to be proven from this part of the Mishnah. Rashi says we have to be proving against Ben Azai from later on in the Mishnah, from the end of the Mishnah, which says the Loshen of Bein Yavam Echod, L'shtei Yavama is Bein Shnei Yavam and V'yavama Achas. That whatever it says in the Mishnah, including the din of Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, would hold true when it's two Yavamim acting on one Yavama. Therefore, says Rashi, that it's Mestavah Kalishna Kama. It makes more sense like the Girsa of Raboisov because otherwise, why does the Gemara now make this comment on this part of the Mishnah? The Gemara is going in order. And the Gemara is up to the part where it says, Echad Yavama Achas, Echad Shtei Yavamas. So it sounds like we're proving against Ben Azay from the fact that we're claiming that there's Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer by two Yavamas who receive it from one Yavam. Unlike the other Girsa that would have to say that we're proving from the other part of the Mishnah, which shows you that Yavama Achas, that one Yavama, could receive Maimer Achar Maimer, from two separate Yuvamim. So that's Rashi's proof, like the Girsa of Raboisav, and not like the second Girsa. Why does the Gemara bring the Kasha from this part of the Mishnah and not from the later part of the Mishnah? However, Toisvis, and Dafnunalf Mebez, the Ramaschal ben Azai, holds like the Girsa, the second Girsa that Rashi brings, and is not bothered by the Kasha. Toisvis says that although it may be true that the Raya against ben Azai is from the safe of the Mishnah, because there you see that even by one Yavama, there could be a Maimer, Achar Maimer. Nevertheless, the Gemara chooses to mention the Raya over here. Because in the Seifa, all it says is, Ben Yavam Echad Yavamas, Ben Shnei Yavam Yavama Achas. It doesn't specify Le'inyin what are they equal. At this part of the Mishnah, you see that what it says in the Seifa is Negeya, even the concept of Yesh Maimer, Achar Maimer. So although the Raya is from the Sefer of the Mishnah, the Gemara chooses the part from which it's Muchach, the Loike Ben Azai. The Gemara continues being Medayek from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if he did Maimer to one of the two Yuvamis, let's say he did Maimer to Rochel, and V'cholatz Luzu, he did Chalitza to Leia. Then, Tzricha Rishoyna get. Rachel needs a get for his Maimer. The Chalitza of Leah patters both of them from their Zikas Yibam. And now you just have to address the Maimer by giving her a get. The Gemara wants to bring a Raya from this to Shmuel. Lemesayele to Shmuel. The Amar Shmuel, Cholatz Labalas Maimer, Loinifter Atzerosa. Shmuel is of the opinion that if he does Maimer to Rachel, and then he does Chalitza to Rachel, 
Leah does not become muteres l'shuk. It doesn't pop to her from her zikis yibo. And the reason is because the chalitza that he does to Rachel is somewhat lacking because it's not a chalitza that's mater Rachel. You need after the chalitza to give Rachel a get. Since there's something lacking in the heter chalitza to Rachel, it cannot pater Leah. Therefore, the Gemara says that let's say that this Mishnah is a raya to Shmuel. Because the Gemara understands that although the Lashen of the Mishnah is that he did Mimer to Rachel, and then he did Chalitza to Leah, the Gemara understands that that is Dafka. We chose to talk about a case in which he gave Mimer to Rachel, and then he did Chalitza to Leah, because it wouldn't be possible in order to pater both of them to do the chalitza to Rachel. Because like we said, that chalitza is lacking. So the Gemara says that that's a raya to Shmuel. Furthermore, the Gemara says, let this serve as a tiyuftah to Rav Yosef. Because Rav Yosef is of the opinion that when you have a choice of doing chalitza to one Yavama who is Ksher Lekahuna and the other Yavama who's already Psul Lekahuna, you shouldn't do the chalitza to the one that's Ksher Lekahuna because you may as well give the chalitza to the one that's already Psula because you're not affecting her, you're not creating a Psul Lekahuna. Why passel the other lady Lekahuna when you don't need to do it that way? Like he says, La Yishbech Adam is meibor v'acherim tzrichem lehem. A person shouldn't spill out the mayim from his burg, mayim that's good to drink, just because he doesn't need it, and because somebody else may need it. So just because he is not going to be marrying this woman, but maybe she wants to get married to a kain, and there's no reason to pass her lekahuna. And therefore the Gemara says that this would be a raya against Reb Yosef, because instead of talking about doing chalitza to Rachel, it said that you did chalitza to Leah. It sounds like you're supposed to do chalitza, and you're allowed to do chalitza to the one that did not yet have the mimer. And according to Rabbi Yosef's klal, since you're anyway going to have to give a get to Rachel, you may as well do the chalitza to her because she's anyway going to be psul l'kuhuna. Now, Taisvis points out that the Gemara cannot mean that it's both a raya to Shmuel and also a tiyufta to Rabbi Yosef. Because if it is a raya to Shmuel, then that means it would be impossible to just do chalitza to Rachel since her chalitza is lacking and you're anyway going to have to do chalitza to Leah. So then it cannot serve as a raya against Reb Yosef because Reb Yosef said that when a woman is going to be psula l'kahuna no matter what, make sure to do the chalitza to her instead of to the other one. And that means that when I have a choice, I could either do chalitza to Rachel or I could do chalitza to Leah. And I know that Rachel is going to be psula l'kahuna no matter what. So I shouldn't go and do the chalitza to Leah because I can be yoytza with doing chalitza to Rachel. That's all true if I have a choice. Lefi Shmuel, if it is a riot to Shmuel, it's impossible to go and do chalitza to Rachel. You have to do chalitza to Leah because you're not going to pater Leah l'shuk if you do chalitza to Rachel. So therefore, Taisvis says that what the Gemara means is lema mesayeh l'shmuel oi tahavi tiyufta derev Yosef. There's a choice. Either this Mishnah is a riot to Shmuel because as Assuming that when the Mishnah said that the Mimer was to Rachel and the Chalitza was to Leah, it meant Bidafka, that we want you Dafka to do Chalitza to Leah and not to Rachel, then it could serve as a Raya, either to Shmuel, because we could say that the motivation, the reason why the Mishnah tells us Dafka to do Chalitza to Leah and not to Rachel, is because that's the only way to pata them both Lashuk, because were you to do Chalitza to Rachel and not to Leah, then it wouldn't be Mater Leah Lashuk. Or it could serve as a raya to Reb Yosef. If you do not accept Shmuel and you hold that by doing chalitza to Rachel, you would pater Leah Lashuk, then you would have the question, why would the Mishnah be telling me to do the chalitza to Leah? I could just as easily do it to Rachel, pater them both Lashuk, and I won't pass the Leah Lekahuna. This way, both Rachel and Leah will be psilis Lekahuna. Elamai, you would have to say that the Mishnah went out of its way to explain it that way in order that I should understand that Rabbi Yosef is wrong. You don't have to take into Cheshben the fact that one of them is already psula Lekahuna and the other one is not. We don't agree to the klal of Leishbech, Adam Esmei Boirei V'acherim Tzrichim Lehem. So it's either a raya to Shmuel or a tiyufta l'Rab Yosef. However, the Toysa Rosh over here brings down Rabbeinu Meir, who says, By the Mishnayas, he says, We find the concept of using the letter Vav, which sounds like it's saying the word and, but meaning the word or. Like we have in our Mishnah, it means either he did Chalitza or he did Maimer. That's something that's prevalent in Mishnayas. He says, but in the Gemara's Lashen, we never find such a thing. So for the Gemara to say, it would have to mean that it's both. Not that you have a choice, either a Raya to Shmuel or a Tiyufta Yosef. Furthermore, 
since you always have the option of choosing the other understanding, it cannot serve either as a riot to Shmuel or a tiyof to Terb Yosef. As soon as you try to bring me a riot to Shmuel, I'll tell you that I don't agree to Shmuel. And the reason why it tells me dafket duchalitza to Leah is in order to explain not like Rabbi Yosef. And if you try to bring a riot against Rabbi Yosef, you'll say, well, that's because I hold like Shmuel. So if you hold like Shmuel, there's no riot against Rabbi Yosef. And that is the methodology that we refer to as zil hacha kamat chilei so it would be very strange for the Gemara to bring a Raya or a Tiyufta, which neither is really conclusive. This is the second Kasha brought down by the Taisa Rosh B'Shem Rabbeinu Meir. And therefore, the Rabbeinu Meir learns differently. He learns that it's a Raya to Shmuel, and it still could serve as a Tiyufta to Yosef. How so? We just said that if you hold like Shmuel, then it won't help me to do Chalitza to Rachel, because Leah will not become Muteris Lashuk. So no matter what, you have to do Chalitza to Leah. So that's not a raya against Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says when you have a choice between the two, then you should be chaylitz to the one that's already psul Here you have no choice. You're going to have to do chalitza to Leah. Answers the Rabbeinu Meir that even if you hold like Shmuel, so when you do chalitza to Rachel, it's not going to be matir Leah l'shuk. Nevertheless, that's only a dindra banan that she's not muteris l'shuk. Midai raisa, as soon as you do chalitza to Rachel, Leah becomes muteris l'shuk. Because as far as the Torah is concerned, the mimer that you previously did to Rachel is nothing. And therefore, says Rabbeinu Meir, according to Rabbi Yosef, what you should do is be choylitz to Rachel, which on a Dairaisa level now will be Mater Leah Lashuk. You're going to have to go and do another chalitza, do it to Leah, but that chalitza, since it's only a Drabanadike chalitza, will not pass a Leah Lekahuna. So if Rabbi Yosef's right that we always take into account who is becoming Psul Lekahuna and who not, then that's the way we should do it. We should first do chalitza to the Balas Maimer, to Rachel. That way, we'll ensure that the chalitza that we're going to do to Leah is only going to be a chalitza drabbanan, and that chalitza won't pater l'kuhuna. So If we tell you just to do chalitza to Leah, that means that we don't care about Rabbi Yosef, and we go immediately to Leah, even though doing it this way will pass a Leah l'kuhuna. So why doesn't Taisvis accept this theory of the Rabbeinu Meir? That way the Gemara reads much better. It's Araya to Shmuel and also to Yiftadur of Yosef. Says the Taisvis Arash that the answer is very simple. He says, even though the klal of Rabbi Yosef is that and therefore, if you have to do chalitza, since you have a choice between two women, which one to do chalitza? One of them is going to be psul l'kuhuna anyway, and the other one not. So we tell you, do chalitza to the one that's already psul l'kuhuna. That, he says, is only true where you're going to be doing one maise chalitza. Because you know that you have to do one maise chalitza. So what is it that you have to lose by doing it to the one who's already psul l'kuhuna, and that way you're not going to passel the other one l'kuhuna. But to add extra tircha, he says, you're going to do two maise chalitzas. You're going to first do chalitza to Rachel in order to create that the subsequent chalitza that you anyway have to do to Leah is only going to be a chalitza drabbanan and won't pass l'kuhuna. That we don't say. His lashon is, A person is not mitzuvah to be toireach, to go through extra effort and tircha in order to save meiboiroi so that other people could use it. Lo yishbech adam meiboiroi, don't unnecessarily spill out your meiboiroi if other people can use it. So when it, you have absolutely nothing to lose, there's no extra tircha involved, we require you to take into account other people. There's no reason then to be choylets to the one who's not psulo the kahuna. Masha enkeng. If it would require asking you to do an extra Maisa Chalitza, go out of your way and do extra Tircha in order to accommodate somebody that may want to marry her, some Koyin that may want to marry this Leah, that you're not Mechuyiv to do. That's not called La Yishpech Adam Mei that's called being Tairech Lahatzel Mei The Mishnah told us that if you do Chalitza to one of two Yevamis, and then you did Maimer to the second one of the Yevamis, since the first chalitza got rid of the zika entirely, the mimer that was done to the second yavamah doesn't do anything. Afterwards, the Mishnah then tells us that two yavamim acting upon one yavamah is equal to one yavam acting upon two yavamis. Meaning that if one of the two yavamim does chalitza to this yavamah, then the mimer that the other yavam does to the same lady is not going to take effect at all. 
So that means that the Mishnah is coming to be Mechadish, that the moment Chalitza was done, Mimer can't be done afterwards. And the Gemara says, Bishlomalar, in the first parak, is that Kula Besa, the entire bias, meaning all of the Yavamim, only have an Isser Lav. That means after one of the Yavamim does Chalitza to one of the Yavamis, the rest of the Yavamim only are Usser Belav to this Yavama. And the reason for that, Rashi explains, based on the Gemara and Daf Yud, is because when one of the brothers does chalitza, he's acting based on the shlichus of all of the other brothers. And that means that it's as if they themselves are doing chalitza. So all of the brothers have the din of hachalitz liyavimtai. And the halacha by hachalitz liyavimtai is that there's a special lav. He's downgraded from the iser karis of eshes ach shlob mitzvah to an iser lav of kacha yasa leish asher lo yivne. Kivin shleibana shuv lo yivne. So the Gemara now is saying that at least according to Rabbi Yechonon, we can understand the Chiddush of our Mishnah. Since the entire bias, all of the other brothers, only have an Isser Lav, so there is a tremendous Chiddush in saying that after Chalitza, if any one of the Yavams does Mimer, that Mimer is not effective, even though one could argue that after the Chalitza is done, it's possible to be Mekadashur, not as a Balas Mimer, but as a regular Isha. And yet Kedushin is not Teufus. Why not? So that's because, says the Gemara, that Yitzchak Lashminah, that Kedushin Teufus and Bechayvi Lavin. Like Rabbi Kivah Shita, that Kedushin is not Teufus and Lavin. And then there's a tremendous Chiddush from what the Mishnah is saying, that we go with the Shita of Rabbi Kiva. But that's all according to Rabbi Yochanan, who holds that the rest of the brothers only have an Isser Lav, because this brother is doing the Shlichus of those brothers. According to Rishlokish, all of the other brothers, when one brother is Choylitz, have an Isser Karis. Look at them, this Yuvama is in Asia's Ach Shalob Maka Mitzvah. Well, then says the Gemara, of course it's impossible for any of them to be Makadish this Isha. Isrich Lashmeinon, the Ain Kedushin Tosim Bechavi Krisis? Everybody knows that Kedushin is not Tosim Bechavi Krisis. The Gemara answers, Amalach Rishlokish, Ulutameich, according to you. Seifa de Katani Baal Vaasa Maimer. In the Seifa we have the same thing, that there's a special Chiddush that after one Yavam does Be'ila, and then Maimer is done to her tzara, to one of the other Yavamas, we say, Ein Acher Be'ila Klum. Now why would we have to say this Yisait of Ein Acher Be'ila Klum? Definitely to tell me that Ruvain, after doing Yibum to Leah, that Shimon cannot go and be Mekadosh Leah, well that's Pashit, because Kedushin is not Typhus by an Eishas Ish. Ella says the Gemara that Aide the Tana Hataras Yavam Echod Vivama Achas. Since we already discussed the halacha in the case where one Yavam is Matir, one Yavama, so Tana Nami Shte Yavamis Vyavam Echod. Vaide the Tana Shte Yavamis Vyavam Echod, Tana Nami Shne Yavamim Vyavama Achas. Now we see from this Gemara that if one of the brothers does Chalitza to one Yavama, it seems that we consider this Yavama to be Chayvi Lavin to the rest of the brothers. Now this is really a Machalik's Rishonim in the Gemara and Dafyur Aleph. According to Rashi, it's really an only in Isser Ase. We learn after the Pasik as Beis Achiv, the Beis Echeru Bainev According to Rabbein Hananel over there, the Chiv is a Chiv Lav. Because we learn after the Pasik, that he's considered a person who's over the love of Loyivne. Now, according to Rabbi Chanano, says the Ramban over here in the Sugya, the Gemara makes a lot of sense. It says that the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that Ein Kedushin Toifsin B'chayvi Lavin, this is actually Chayvi Lavin. But according to Rashi, that if somebody is boil the second Yavama after the first Yavam did Bia to the first Yavama, he's only over in Isra say. So what does the Gemara mean when it says, according to Rabbi Yechanan, Ein Kedushin Toifsin B'chayvi Lavin? the above of the Mishnah, which dealt with after you do chalitza, that everybody agrees that there's a lav. But after one yavam does bia, it's only an isra say. So you have to say that an isra lav and an isra say are considered in the same category legabe tvisis kedushin. Now similarly, there's a kasha on the shita sarambam from our sugya. The rambam in perik aleph halachiyut beis says that chalitza. She and the Tsaris, all the other Yavamis, are Usr on the Chaylitz and on his brothers. Midrabanan. Oh, it's only an Isr Drabanan. It's an Isr Shniyas. And several questions are asked over there by the Magi Mishnah. Karen Oira in our Sugya asks from now our Sugya on the Rambam. He answers that there's a Machlokas Asugyas about this. Ain our Sugya holds that it's an Isr Lav. 
which makes it sound like an isanisar doiraisa. Nevertheless, there is a sugya and dafmendale that dashes the posik of loyivne that you shouldn't be choilets and then be miyabim. It's very difficult to imagine, according to the Gemara over there, if you take a look at the sugya, that there is an isr lav, a dindai raisa, not to be miyabim after a chalitza. And says the Karanari, the Rama Paskin, like that sugya, and therefore he explained that there's no isr lav, it's only, in only an isr drabbana. However, if you take a look at the Chazanish in Evan Ezer, the end of Simon Kuf Lamed, it's before that the Shita Sarambam is not that it's only an Isidra Bonan. He says that the Lashon of the Rambam is just that it's also Medivere Seifrim. And he says that when the Rambam uses that terminology, Divere Seifrim, he doesn't necessarily mean an Isidra Bonan. Many places when the Rambam uses the words Divere Seifrim, he's referring to something that's learnt out from Drosh's Chazal, even if it's Dairaisa. Even though the Rambam says the Lashon Kishniyos, says the Chazanish that that's not Meduyik. And you have to be moichik, you have to erase the word kishniyos. So it comes out that according to the Rambam, it's also an iser da'iraisa. In Rabbeinu Avram and Ahar, and Daf Yud, he actually says the way that the Chazanish learns, that there must be a toy cipher and you have to fix the Lashen. The Rambam could never have meant that it's kishniyos, that it's only an iser da'abonin. He means that it's also a very cipher because it's learned down from a drosh's chazal. However, afterwards he says that Yeshmi Shapirish, there are those that explain that the Rambam's opinion is indeed that it's only an Isidra Bonan, and he actually says Shekane Iker, that is the main Pirush. The Raya, he says, is that the Rambam does not count this Lav as one of the Lavin in the Sefer HaMitzvahs. The Ramban, actually, in his Esophis, the Sefer HaMitzvahs, he mentions that this Lav is one of the things that should be included, the Lav of Lo Yivneh. And Megillus Esther defends the Rambam by saying this is not included as a lav because the Rambam considers it one of the Dine Hayibam or Chalitza. So he also holds that the Rambam Shita is that it's an Isidai Raisa, but it's not included in the Minyan Alavin because it's included already in one of the other lavin that the Rambam already lists. In the Sefer Magli Tzedek, Simon Chof Aleph, he brings that Rishmol Rezovsky asked on the Chazanish, who says that the Rambam Shita is that it's really Deiraisa, from the Rambam in Hilchus Hisuri Bia, in Perk Yudches Halacha Dalit, the Rambam says, What are the examples of Shniyas that he brings? He says, Kigoyin, Haba al Kroivas Chalutzasai, Oi al Chalutzasai, Loi Asa Zoyna. You see that if somebody is boil his own Chalutza, even though he already did Chalitzatur, so theoretically the Zikas Yibim goes away, and there should be an Isser Karis, it's only that he's downgraded to an Isser Lav. Nevertheless, the Rambam's Lashen is that it's Shniyais. The Rambam says, Kivin She'ena Asura Lihinasiloi Min HaToyra. It's not an Isser And he mentions over there that that's the way he explains in Hilchus Yibim as well. You'd have to moichik a lot more over there than just the word Shniyais that we have over here. So that's a kasha both on the Chazanish and Rabbin Avram and Ahar. However, he brings down in the Sefer Magli Tzedek that there is a Shinui Nishchois. There are some Kisfeyad in the Rambam that were not Goyris, the words Oy al Chalutzasai in the Rambam in Hilchazi Bia. So that the Rambam reads, but not al chalutzasei. In which case, there's no makar anymore that the Rambam holds that chalutzasei, that when a person does chalitza to a woman, then to go subsequently and beboil her, it's not merely an isidar it's actually an isidar raisa. The reason why the Rambam would call it the recipient is because it learned that from Midrasha, but from the Rambam and there's no longer a kasha because the words al chalutzasei do not appear according to these nuschois. Now, the end of the Mishnah says that if a Yavam was chalitz to Yavimte, and afterwards he did Mimer, or he gave her a get, or he was boil her, you see from there that the Mimer that you did after chalitza would not require a get either. And therefore the get wouldn't be considered a get, it wouldn't pass lor lakuna, it wouldn't have the effect that kitten usually has. Says the Gemara, Bishlama Cholatz Vaasa Maimer. We understand that if a person does Chalitza and subsequently does a Maimer, Itzrich, we need to tell you this halacha, because Akdat Amina, I might think Nigzar Maimer de Basar Chalitza, Atu Maimer de Kamer Chalitza. I would think that you need to get from that Maimer, because otherwise people are going to say that Maimer doesn't need to get at all, and they'll mix up. Uh, the mimer that we're talking about, which is after chalitza, with the mimer that's before chalitza, which you certainly need to get from. So, Kamash won the Lega's minute. 
Why does it have to say the case of Cholatz that after Chalitza gave a get that that get is ineffective? Now Toysviz asks, why do you need this time? Why don't we say just like we did before, that after Chalitza, when you do a mimer, there's a Chiddush that Kedushin is not Toysin. That means we're going like a Bekiva, that in Kedushin Toysin Mechavei Lavin. And you see that the Gemara was willing to use that Chiddush more than once in explaining the Mishnah. So why don't we do that over here as well? Says it says Rosh, that since this Chiddush was already told to us, both by Yavam Echad and by Shteyavamas, the Maksha of the Gemara now does not feel that the Mishnah would repeat this a third time. However, the Aruch Lener says that the reason why the Gemara felt comfortable repeating this Chiddush before is because it's not fully proven that En Kedushin Taisim Lavin from the beginning of the Mishnah. Since to explain the beginning of the Mishnah, theoretically, we could say that the Hezber, that after you do Chalitza, you can't do Mimer, is not because En Kedushin Taisim Lavin, but rather that it's going Kedas Rebbe, who says that Mimer Yevamim does not help after Chalitza. Once we say that Lacha by Yavam Echad, Ushtei Yevamais, then it has to be because we're going like Rabbi Kiva. We're starting the parak of Habal Yevimtai. The Mishnah says, Habal Yevimtai, Bein B'Shaykig, Bein B'Mezid, Bein B'Aynis, Bein B'Ratzayin, Yukaina. If someone does a Maisa Yibam, a Maisa Bia, with a Yivama, and he does not have the proper intentions to be Mechayim the Mitzvah, he's still Kaina. Rashi explains that Shaykig means Kesava Shayishtai, or Yisha Acheres. He thinks the lady he's being boiled is his wife or a stranger, He's not aware that it's actually his Yavama. And Mezid Rashi explains, means L'shem's Nus, Kaloy L'shem Mitzvah. He's doing it as his Nus Ba'alma. He does not have the proper intention. He's not being Mechavin to be Mechavin the Mitzvah of Yibam. Still, the Mishnah says, dear Kaina. So we have a clear Mishnah, that even though the Yavam is not being Mechavin to do the Mitzvah, he's not being Mechavin to do the Mitzvah of Yibam, still, he's Kaina, his Yavama. In Mechaz Chinuch, in Mitzvah Tav Kuf Sadiches Oizvav, Ask a very simple question. We pass in mitzvah sriches kavana. Any mitzvah done without the proper kavana, without the proper intention, you're not yitzah. You have to do the mitzvah again. If so, in our Mishnah, why is this a good yibam? Why is this, why is this the proper yibam? If you abal yivimtai, the shaygig over mezid, you were not mekayim the mitzvah of yibam. You did the mitzvah, the ma'isa mitzvah, but you didn't do it with the proper kavana. We pass in mitzvah sriches kavana, so you didn't do the mitzvah. So the Minchus Chinuch says that Enochanami. All it says in our Mishnah is that you're kinder. So you were kinder. She's your wife, but nowhere does it say that you actually did the mitzvah of Yibam. So the Minchus Chinuch says you'll have to go and be boil her again, and be have the proper kavana in the second beer, and it will turn out that you did the mitzvah. But Enochanami, that first beer which was done without the proper intention makes a kinyan, but there's no mitzvah. Rabbi Chanan. In Ksubis, he argues. He says that the Klal of Mitzvah Srikas Kavana does not apply to Yibam. And he's mocked him that there are two types of Mitzvahs. Some Mitzvahs, the Iker Mitzvah, the point of the Mitzvah is the actual Misa. For example, the Mitzvah of eating Matzah or shaking Lulav. And by these Mitzvahs, there's no significance in the Tetzah of the Misa, in the result of the Misa. All we care about is how the actual Misa was done. Because that's the point of the Mitzvah. Now there's another category of Mitzvahs where the entire point of the Mitzvah, the entire Tafkid, is the result. For example, the Mitzvah of Hashavah Zaveda. By Hashavah Zaveda, the Misa Hashavah is not the Mitzvah. It's not Pshat that Hashem wants us to go and do Misa Hashavahs. Rather, the entire point is to get the Chavitz returned to the Bailam, to create a result, to produce a Hashavah's Aveda. So Rabbi goes on to say that the Klal of Mitzvah Srikas Kavana will only apply in a case where the point of the Mitzvah is the Maisa. So then we say Mitzvah Srikas Kavana, that we say that the Maisa has to be done with the proper Kavana. And if you eat the Matzah without the proper intentions, so you're not making the mitzvah the way you're supposed to. However, says Rabbi Hanan, any time that the, re- the result of the mitzvah is the main tafkid of the mitzvah, then we don't care how you do the actual mitzvah. So, let's say in the case that we spoke about, Hashavah Saveda, since the chavitz was returned, 
even if the Misa of returning it was not done with the proper intentions, it's not going to affect the keem of the mitzvah. Because the entire point of the mitzvah is that it should be returned, and it was done, and it was done properly. Because there are no dinim in how to create the results. Only when the mitzvah is the actual Misa, then it makes sense to say how to do the Misa. So B'chanan goes on to say that Yibum is from the second category. The mitzvah of Yibum is not the Misa Biyah Ba'alma, not just the Misa Biyah. Rather, the mitzvah is creating the Kenyan, producing the Kenyan, producing that you are now Yavam and Yavama, and uh, husband and wife. Since that's the whole point of the mitzvah, so the Klal of Mitzvah Sruchas Kavana will not apply. So the Mitzvah had asked, that we should say, Mitzvah Shrikh is Gavana now Mishnah, and therefore you'll have to be Bail again. Rabbi argues, Rabbi says, since Yibum is a mitzvah where the entire point of the mitzvah is the result, therefore Mitzvah Shrikh is Gavana will not play any role. Now we could say a very clear shot in this Machlaikis, because Rabbi is making a big assumption. Rabbi is assuming that the mitzvah of Yibum is not the Maisi Yibum, rather it's the Kenyan. This is actually a big shail in the Achreinim. What is the mitzvah of Yibam? Is it the Maisa Bia or is it the Kenyan? Now, the one thing is obvious to all the Achreinim that the Pasik says, that by doing the Bia, you're Kainar. The question just is, is the mitzvah the Bia and by doing the Bia, you happen to be Kainar? Or the opposite? The mitzvah is the Kenyan, and it happens to be the way to make the Kenyan is through the beer. So, both Stadim agree that the only way to do Yivam is through a beer, and both Stadim agree that through the beer, making a Kenyan. The question just is, what's the Iker and what's the Tafel? Is the Iker point here, the mitzvah is to make a beer, which results in the Kenyan, or the point is to make a Kenyan, which happens to need a beer to be created? Rebuchanan's understanding that the mitzvah is the Kenyan, therefore he says, it will not apply the rule of mitzvah Srikh's Kavana. One could say the Mikhashinak would hold that the mitzvah is the Maisa. But it's more than that. The Mikhashinak Mine obeys Mukach that he's going the mitzvah is to be and not the Kenyan. Because the Mikhashinak said that since we hold mitzvah Srikh's Kavana, therefore you'll have to be boil her again. And the second time you boil her, you should have in mind the same mitzvah yibum, and then you'll be mekayim the mitzvah. The question is, if the mitzvah would be the kinyan, then how are you mekayim with the second beer? Already in the first beer you were kainah. The Mishnah says, And the Mishnah said clearly that you're kainah in the first beer. He just said that to do the mitzvah, you have to do another beer. If the mitzvah would be the kinyan, how you mekayim the mitzvah with the second beer? You already kainah. Elamai, we have to say the mechaschinich holds the mitzvah is a beer be'alma. Therefore, therefore he says that even though you were kainah with the first beer, you should do another beer to mekayim the mitzvah beer and have kavanah by the second beer. So clearly, mineu be'it muchach that the mechaschinich is going. The mitzvah is the beer, and Rabbi Chanan argues because he holds the mitzvah is a kinyan. Therefore, they're arguing if mitzvah strikes kavanah. What apply for Yibam? Mishnah goes on to say, That any beer done to any of the psulim is going to create a halacha of pasla. What does pasla mean? Shirashi says that pasla lekahuna is going to mean you're not allowed to marry. A kain mishum zayna, because since you will boil to one of the people that is asked to you, that creates that you are a zayna, and therefore you can't marry a kain. But Rashi asks by Mamzeres, what are you going to say, Mamzeres? Anyway, they're asked to a kain; they're actually even asked to Israel. So Rashi says, Mamzeres unasina lav absul akuna kain. It can't be the point of the Mishnah that you're puzzled to marry a kain. You've been possible even before this beer. So maybe you'll say that we're talking about that the beer should puzzle you from eating truma. So Rashi says it can't be either. Because, 
which seemingly means that since the halacha is that a mamzer can eat truma, so you can't say that with the bia you became pasla from eating truma because you've been pasla from eating truma even before. So we have a clear Rashi with a very interesting halacha that a mamzer cannot eat truma. The question is, where does it come from that a mamzer can't eat truma? All we find in the Torah is that a mamzer can't marry a Yisrael. But you have a mamzer Hashem. that a mamzer is mufka from marrying into Kedushas Yisrael, marrying regular Gidden. But where do we find that a mamzer cannot eat truma? So the Truvas Arashba explains that we learn this out from a Kalvachimer, from a Monolakain Gadol. We know that if a Kain Gadol is Baal an Amana, the child is going to become a Chalala. She's Nizchala from the Kahuna. So we see from there that a Bia of someone that is an Isra Kahuna creates a Chalala. So the Rajba says if even by Chavilavim we say that the child is a Chalala and cannot eat Truma and cannot marry a Kain, so too. Any mamzer who was born through a bia of Isser was actually an Isser Karas that creating this child, because a mamzer is created, we all know, through Isture bia of Croesus. So, for example, if someone was bought on his sister, the child created from that bia is going to be for sure a halala. If even a monokain gadol creates a halala, which is only a chavilavim, for sure, you'll be a creator, you'll be a halala if you were created from a bia of chavik krisus. Now you have to add on to this that this that amon lekain gadol creates a halala is all because the bia is an asuri kahuna dika bia. We never find that you become a halala unless the child was born from a bia that is an asuri kahuna. That's because you're a kain. There's an Isser in the Bia. So, really, in this case, when someone is born his sister, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a Kayin. So, if a Kayin is born his sister, there's no reason why the child born from that should not be able to eat Shuma. The child should be a Kayin Mamazer. Why should the fact that the Bia was a Bia's Isser make a Halala? We only find by Psulei Kuhuna that the child is a Halala. So, Rajab explains that since with this Bia, the mother is becoming a Zainer. Like we said in the Mishnah, that all these Biyas are creating Pasal of Kahuna Mishum Zainer. We're going to see later on in the Parak that any Biyah of Chayvi Krisis and maybe Chayvi Lavim, they create that you're a Zainer. So the Rajba says that since this Biyah is making her a Zainer and this Biyah is creating a child, that's considered that the child was born from an Isra Kahuna. The Bachanan, however, in Kavit Sa'aras Simen Memdalad, says that he has an e- easier pshat. Why can't we just say the reason why a mamzer can't eat truma is because just like we find that a mamzer can't marry Israel, because it says, Le'yavi, mamzer bekal Hashem, that a mamzer is not allowed to marry into kahal Hashem, which tells us that a mamzer is a stira to kahal Hashem. He's mufka from Kedushas Yisrael. Therefore, he can't marry a Yisrael. He can't marry a Yid. So if he's Mufka from Kedushas Yisrael, he's for sure Mufka from Kedushas Kahuna. So Bekitza, we have two Pshatim. Rajba's learning is a Kalva from Amana Lekain Gadol. And Rebuchanan's learning is a Svara that Amamz is Mufka from Kedushas Yisrael. Rebuchanan writes that there's a big Nafkamina between these two Pshatim. The Nafkamina would be Lagabe being a Levi. What would be if a Levi was born his sister? So the child would be a mamzer. That's obvious. The question is that we always say that uh, mishpachis go after the father. Like it says in the Pasik, mishpachis on So if the father is a levi, the child should be a levi. So what would be if a levi is born his sister? So on one hand, we have reason to say he's a levi because his father is a levi. On the other hand, he's a mamzer because the levi was born his sister. So like the Rajba, that is a kavachemer from Amonel Kain Gadol, that we see that the child is a halala, and she's mufka from Kedushas, kahuna, and therefore you can't marry a kain, and you can't eat truma. That would tell us nothing about the shaila 
of being Mufka from Kedushas Levir. Because the Pazik of Amon Lekan Gadol is creating a Halala. Halala is a steer to Kahuna. But there's no reason that your status as a Levi should be affected. Which would be Negea, let's say, to do Shira, or to get the second Aliyah by Tefillah. That is a svara that just like a mamzer is mufka from kedushas Yisrael, he can't marry Yisrael. So too is mufka from any higher kedusha. So just like a bachanan said he's mufka from kedushas kahuna, so too he's going to be mufka from kedushas levia. So bachanan said this will be an afkamina between him and the rajma. So bachanan goes on to ask that there's a beferish gemara about this gemara and gitten daf and tesem base. Over there the question is who gets the second aliyah. After a Kayin got the first Aliyah, so we know you give it to the Levi. Let's say a Levi was born a Mamzeres. Father's a Levi, mother's a Mamzeres. So the child, on one hand, we have a reason to say he's a Levi because you go after the father, like we said in the Shabbos, you go after the father. On the other hand, by Psulim, we always go after the Pogum. There's a Loi, Pogum, they go after the Pogum. So over here, we should say that you're a Levi because of your father, and you're a Mamzer because you go after the mother. So this is exactly the case that Rabbi Hanan said would be an afkamina between him and the Rajba. You have a Levi that's also a Mamzer. Is it possible to be a Levi and a Mamzer? The Gemara says in Gittendaf and Testament Beis, you do not get the second Aliyah. Since you're a Mamzer, you're not a Levi. So Rabbi Hanan says it's a Raya like him, not like the Rajba. Because according to the Rajba, there's no reason that you shouldn't be a Levi. Then Rabbi Hanan goes on to say a beautiful answer for the Rajba. The Rajba will tell you that a Levi is born his sister, the child's a Levi. Because like we said, the whole makar of being Saiser Kahuna is all from a Kavachemer, from a Manolakain Gadol, which makes a Chalala, which is all a steer to Kahuna and not to being a Levi. This is like Gemara Gittin says, that a Levi that's a Mamzer is not called a Levi. It's all a case when a Levi was born a Mamzeres. When a Levi is born a Mamzeres, there we have an interesting situation. On one hand, we want to say that you're a Levi, because Mishpachayistam tells us that when we're downing which Sheva you're from, we say that you go after the father. And Benegea Mamzeres, we say, since the mother is Mamzeres, so Loi Halachacharapagam tells us to go after the mother. So we have a reason to look at the father, and we have a reason to look at the mother. So Rabbachanan says, this din of loy pagum might be more than just saying that legabe the psul you go after the mother. It might be saying that the entire yichus has to go after the mother. So instead of getting the din levi from your father, as the regular din of mishpachaisam the din of halachachar pagum would tell us that if the mother is a pagum, you don't look at the father. So if a levi is born a mamzeres yisraelis. Since you're going after the mother because she's a Mamzeres, therefore you're not going to be a Levi. Therefore you're not going to get the second, second Aliyah. Not because a Mamzer can't be a Levi, rather because you don't go after the father in a case of a father marrying a Pagum. Because Halakach Pagum says, don't go after the father. However, in a case, when a Levi would be born as sister, so a Levi's born on a Leviya. So the child has a reason to be a mamzer because the marriage of his parents was a chayvi krisis dika marriage. But there's no reason he shouldn't be a levi. Because even if you go after his mother, his mother's also a levi. His mother's a levia. So we can remain with this rajba that mamzer is only a steer to kahuna and not levia. Because we have two mahalchim to explain this rashi that a mamzer is also to eat truma, either a kavachaymer or a straight out svara. The Nafkamina would be by a Levi, because by a Levi you don't have the Rasmus Kalvachimer, but you would have Rabbachanon's Svar. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a nonprofit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203 312 Shas. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.